Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is Season 7, Episode 17, the penultimate episode. That is a two-parter. Heart of the Matter, Part 1, was written by Eric Wallace and Lauren Barnett. Directed by Eric Dean Seaton. I went ahead and gave this episode a 10 out of 10. Even the issues I had, there were very few. Um, not enough to take away from the overall fantasticness that was this episode and our first introduction to one Bart Allen, our first real introduction to him, like he has more than a few speaking lines at the end of an episode, and the new dynamic of Nora West Allen having a sibling. And I thought it was a really good follow-up, even though I am still confused about what's happening. I think that it'll make a lot more sense in the finale and I think it's definitely going to bleed into the next season for certain. We also got some for those on the baby watch news. <laughs> it's impossible to play me. <laughs> hey, my group of beautiful sane ladies were talking and chatting. And Shy always gets on me like, uh, I think we're right and you're just being pessimistic because you don't want it. I was like, you know what? Have Eat your heart out, okay? If you want babies, if you want West Island babies, I'm talking about Mimi, I'm talking about Sasha, I'm talking about Shy, I'm talking about everyone that's on their side. You keep that hope and that dream alive. I'm going to enjoy these adult children running around. <laughs> that don't seem to be born this year 2049 godspeed is monologuing to himself about his ascent to godhood you tell him i'm coming and hell's coming with me you hear i would love to go to 2059 just so we can get a different timeline <laughs> we're always in 2049 but i get it it's supposed to mirror nora in her introduction to her godspeed Nora takes him down with a lightning lasso, which was pretty damn awesome. Just as she is celebrating her victory, Godspeed turns the tables on her, but before he can throw lightning, Bart faces through him with his gliding entrance. <music> to his sister's annoyance, who is more mature and worried about his reckless actions and the consequences to himself that's when he states that he is a freshman in college and she seems to be a few years older which for those paying attention that means these are not the tornado twins i actually love that eric said yeah we have tornado twins they're called don and dawn they no longer exist we're not going to change up canon Don and Dawn are the Tornado Twins. Barry and Alan now have Nora and Bart. Bart is supposed to be their grandson. Now he is now, I said that way too many times, <laughs> their actual son. So the future is no longer consistent with the comics and not to be relied upon when mapping out expectations for the season. Yeah, Trey, I'm still looking at you. Why the fuck do you have to run it? I think this was uh, Eric saying, for y'all that's still waiting for, we need more diapers. That was under Todd. I ain't got shit to do with that. This is not my flash. 
These are things that were set into place a long time ago, but they're not the cemented going forward arcs that we are committing to. We're going to try to change these storylines up for better or worse, depending on how you feel, but we're not going to go scene by scene, moment by moment, twin by twin. It's going to be different. And I, for one, stand him on that. They argue about his stunts and her caution when Hart phases through the ground and heads to the Flash Museum. Godspeed just on the treadmill. Just no security still. It still sucks. Flash Museum. (laughs) With all the shit. We ain't surprised. Opens a portal to the future. Why does he sound like a 1940s comic book villain though? Ah, say I'm gonna get here. Say I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna get in the future. Say I'm gonna. You ain't gonna have nothing to say about that. My future will be here. Ha ha. I mean, it just felt very <laughs> animated in a certain way. I didn't do it any justice, but it made me chuckle. The twins are like, "Fuck it." Mom and Dad will be so mad, so they follow him in, which explains how they ended up being there last episode. They are explaining this to Barry and Chester at Star Labs who tell them how August has amnesia and that there is a civil war going on. Seeing Chester and Bart fangirl over his decisions was great as he introduces himself. But they already know Uncle Chester as the smartest man they know. Cisco sitting at Argus. (coughs) Bullshit. He also helps Bart with his math homework. Something Bart wants him to remember in the future and never forget it grammy cecile gets a huge hug and i'm not sure why she needed her powers to feel the love heffa they said hey to kate like you're around <laughs> like why do they need to do that <laughs> sometimes they show no they they know what they're doing and i love it it's like oh hey kate <laughs> She can't believe it happened again, Caitlin, but Barry wishes Iris was there to meet them, but Nora assures him mom is okay, but doesn't explain what is happening. I'm not sure if the show meant to explain what was happening, if this is actually something they're going to follow up on, or if it's something that they just shoehorned in. I think the sickness was something they shoehorned in, and then they were like, well, maybe we can get a little bit for what Iris is going to be doing in season seven. Let's tee up her arc while we got the time, and she back early. These are just my suppositions, once again. I don't know anything behind the scenes. Um, Cecile thinks this is extra help, but Nora says the number one rule is don't fuck up the timeline, so we got to get the hell up out of here, even though... If that was the case, why did y'all jump through the portal? But Barry vetoes and says they can stay as the Godspeeds are blocking the way home anyway. Caitlin is working on Mad 2.0 to restore August's memories. The siblings are cute, realizing that they get to stay. Chester takes inspiration from his own father. And he uses his schematics to create a solar encryption engine. It will effectively neutralize the artificial energy that the godspeeds are using to speed them up he just needs to charge it and for that someone needs to go comfort slash locate allegra barry is very confident that the trio could win this war small family moment in the lounge as both the children consume their lunch 
Barry watches until Nora invites him in. Like, come on, Dad, we don't bite. Bart is a typical teen boy making burping sounds to discuss his sister. Barry tells him she can rewind time, but she doesn't do that. Doesn't recall doing that. But knows all about the other Nora via their parents and feels a connection to her. So they ended up telling her about her other self. <laughs> Let me tell you about all the ways she fucked up in the past life. And this is why she's the more mature version. <laughs> when the clones come back, Barry busts out the ring and makes it a family affair. They get to the scene and Bart says something interesting about what the Godspeeds can do, which is kill each other and they can clean up the mess. Okay, 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 okay. I was like, no, seriously, I was joking. I don't want an evil Bart now that I've met him. <laughs> I don't want an evil either of the... When Barry was breaking it down, like how tragedy follows them everywhere is hereditary. I was like, damn, you know what? Leave him alone. We can find another enemy. We ain't got to have <laughs> another child betray his trust. He can't take it no more. He really can't. Iris, she cool with it. <laughs> She's like, look. <laughs> I have a gray line. Your father is very black and white, except when he gets pissed off and someone threatens the family and then he goes all types of sabotar. But that's another time that we can talk about that and how mom popped like two bullets in the back of him into his life. Barry tasked them with clearing the area of civilians. I love Bart's constant energy. He is all Barry. Impulse for real. They are all chasing Bart, yelling kill the adversary instead of following the other two. He ignores the order to circle back and instead wants to lead them out of the city. However, he is ambushed and is about to meet a bad fate cowering in front of bad fate as well when big sis and dad show up just as they leave to do some recharging Barry wants to know why they followed him and not them something that the kids know about but they're not gonna tell dad about but back at Star Labs Barry puts his dad voice on and demands to know what is going on and why the clones called him the adversary in the first place which that seems much more than like th th there's more to the story and try to kill him the timeline be damned Bart admits He's his big bad like Thawne is to him. Like Godspeed's my big bad. He was my sister's big bad. <laughs> but uh, the name of Thawne being risen in this house causes clear friction as Barry's like, no, do not say that name. He healed your grandma in front of me when I was a baby. They're probably like, yes, we've heard this story like 15 million times, Dad. We get it. We really, like, this is your trauma and your pain and we fully comprehend and we hate that name too but you also need to not be popping off every time his name is mentioned like this it is not healthy and then when bart loses his temper i couldn't help but look at barry like cover 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 chameleon you come and go you come and go love it would be easy if your colors were like my dream red gold and green what did you expect to happen with your emotional ass i wish chester was in the room and be like you know what this is nice to see on the reverse end of <laughs> the way in which nora sues him 
um i thought was very nice i was starting to actually get go down a real dark phase thinking oh no i hope they didn't kill iris or barry in the future well we've already lost barry but iris because <laughs> i was like what has pissed off and like if he called him his thawne that means he took something from him what did he take and they decide to give it to jay garrick and i'm fine with that that's that's perfectly okay in my book as long as iris is fine even barry can disappear for a while but iris is my fucking constant okay and she encourages her brother to train with her to calm him down great acting by jordan fisher throughout this entire episode barry is confused and without wifey to shoulder his burden or be the caress instead of the hammer does not know what to do Esther finds Allegra sulking and shares the exciting news, but she is determined to not tell anyone she's grieving her dead cousin, and instead catches Tude when Chester needs her charging assistance. In Midway City, Joe and Kramer are updating the FBI now that they've brought in the criminal Adam Craig, but Joe is worried she didn't mention she was accused of being dead, and why would she, Joe? am i not breathing sir clearly i'm not dead i'm not mentioning that shit to the fbi what is that gonna get me you or anyone for that matter joe really hasn't reached the seal um in 24 to 48 hours and she didn't even mention it because she still is in diggle's flirtatious glow or possibly <laughs> now august heart but I would think when she walked her cute little tiny ass in the star lab, she would have been like, at least had a line of, I'm still concerned about Joe. <laughs> they are given a car to head back to the city. In the time vault, Barry learns Wally is in meditation. Cause I'm high, cause I'm high, cause I'm high. Are you really high, you know this was the writers putting in this line because everybody's gonna be like why didn't they bring wally back as if they don't know the actor is not full-time even part-time like it's prn yes cameo appearances and yet there'll be a speedster fight and then they'll just be like well i don't understand why why they couldn't call wally you know why why are you even asking that stupid ass question iris randomly comes back and the two embrace and he's like girl i missed you so much it's been impossible without you here she says i'm here now boo what you got i already know about our kids yeah i've been watching the entire time and barry was happy that she was watching in his presence because they could share that experience of seeing their children for the first time even though she was with dion they wonder what Godspeed did to Bart to make him his thorn, and that if all stopped fighting to kill, if all of them stopped fighting to kill Bart, then we can't let him go back out there in this war. They love benching a mofo with a quickness. Um, but they also did watch their firstborn disintegrate. <laughs> so maybe the overprotectiveness is warranted. Keystone City. Jay Garrick is back. I didn't know he's going to be back in this episode anytime soon. I don't watch the promos, so I don't know these things. And I'm glad 
because I get to be surprised like I was. Took a, a, it makes episodes so much happier when I don't know what I'm going into or there's a guest star and I don't know that they're going to be there. He got his speed back probably thanks to the rebirth of the speed force and I was right because it was confirmed later. And I love that it checks out. I love when facts check out and you can just trace those facts and it all makes sense. Joan is going to work while her husband plays hero, but he needs to mind his head just as he is headed out in his triumphant return. <laughs> he has knocked on the floor. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. Apparently, you can only say hell too many times or so many times in these episodes because <laughs> when he said we're going to give him heck, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but in this scene, he's just like, what the hell do y'all want? And like, we came for you, motherfucker. I thought that was obvious. Bart trains with Nora, who roasts him on his time. He only picks up on the fact that she thinks he looks badass when he's doing his stupid ass stunts. Him stopping mid-sentence, though, to run to his mama was adorable. Apparently, their biological children met their um, cosmic biological children. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, Dion explained to me what was going on with you, but then Bart is cut off, so I'm not sure if that's all we're going to get or if we're going to get more, as I stated earlier. Both parents bench Bart as it's personal, thus feelings get involved and he can't keep his cool, which unfortunately Nora agrees with when he wants her to back him. Bart runs off, but Nora tells Barry she got this as Bart is right. That you have only really known him for a few hours. I've known him for 19 years. Uh, let me handle this. You can't give him the pep talk yet. Iris and Barry hug in the, in the Speed Force lab. Is that what it's called? Who cares? And bathe in the warmth of making great people. Nora finds her baby bro at Gramps. I'm just going to say Gramps, Grandpa, and Grandma. And this is where he goes when he's angry, just like she went when she was angry to Mama Cecile's and Joe's. And he accuses her of not having his back. Very emotional scene. We learned Jay was Uncle Jay to Bart and the one that understood him the most. And that Godspeed killed him right in front of his very own eyeballs, which is something I'm sure father and son can relate to. He wants to tell dad, but she tells him we don't break the rule. He realizes Uncle Jay may also tell him to sit this out. I love the siblings and her committing that I'm going to take him down for both of us. August Hart is shown the treadmill where he has speed and it's rather dangerous for two non-metas of any worth to be around this guy who could get his memory at any moment and turn into the epic villain that y'all just name chop him to be <laughs> just some thoughts food for thought allegra is not charging sufficiently and genuinely doesn't know why chester once again inquires about her well-being but she pushes him off I like that his father's designs are coming into play for him that he's having like everyone's got a family thing right now like we don't we ain't gonna see grandma run i mean if we do see grandma run you best believe she gonna be walking around with a belt or a cane and barry gonna be the first one to get that ass <laughs> the first one the minute he started she gonna be like oh hell no young man <laughs> 
Oh, Barry's lucky he don't have a black grandma to contend with. Barry asks if it's ready, which Allegra says it is, but needs charge. Barry charges it. And Chester replies, hot damn. And he's out. And asks them to run Homs with Iris. He's like, Iris is back? Y'all don't know shit. <laughs> we need a microphone announcement just in Star Labs. The plan is successful with Nora leading the clones, but they somehow recharged and siphon off speed from Barry and Nora. I love that Barry protected his baby girl, seeing she was injured and unconscious, decided to take the full brunt of it until Frost shows up to give them enough time to escape. I will say all of the siphoning, what is that doing? Like, I know they don't take much of the speed, but they take enough. It's under what I don't know what their plan is, and I feel as if they don't want us to know until the last fucking minute. Back in Star Labs, Iris and Barry learned that by him charging the device, he basically gave the clones a speed force energy booster shot. And now they will be back in 45 minutes. They realize they need reinforcements, and it's nice to see Barry telling Chester as well to stop beating yourself up. It's not your fault when things or your technology does not work you knew you needed allegra i chose to override that decision and use my own without giving you a lot of time to process that decision it's fine (laughs) since nora got her mom and dad bench both children bart really showed up like creepy speed force nora snooping thinks he's being tapped back into the game but nora's like they're talking about me dumbass they're like no we're not talking about either one of you we need reinforcements, but I'm not going to use the two people. And I, I felt that they were making some valid points. The children were heroes in our timeline. We be court in danger all the time. Dad, it's not like you leave the house and don't take an L. So what's up? What's up? The Bart thing being personal, I understand. Because you might do something that's reckless and endangers yourself or the mission. But telling them that they need to be away from the scene or that Nora should be because she took an L, what? But the parents threatened to put them in the pipeline. Come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself. So take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Big dicks in your ass is bad for your hair. They dead ass serious too. We know that Barry will take his daughter to the future and drop her ass like a sack of potatoes and run back without a barely a goodbye. So, no. <laughs> We know they're going to put your ass in the time in the pipeline. They're going to have to do that anyway. Imagine trying to discipline your children and they can just resume out of the room. It's one thing if you bury. It's another thing if you iris. Like, I have no control in this situation. You best believe. Like, the Metacuffs is going to be <laughs> on stat. <laughs> on stat. We got to come up with you. We can't put y'all in timeout. What timeout going to do? Going to run out the corner. Uh, Chester approaches Allegra in his lab and he tells her she is letting off ultraviolet instead of what she was doing before like her cousin due to pain or anger he's guessing the latter since you haven't mentioned your cousin all day at all she finally confesses that she's dead and thinks that she is to blame for it because her horrible cousin definitely made her feel that way Iris and Barry talk about their children and that their parenting has changed and now that there's two of them iris um well barry is kind of thinking you know i think maybe this is our fucking legacy tragedy because it kind of repeats itself history's repeating itself me and thon 
Nora and and her friend Leah forgot her name glad he mentioned it uh <laughs> now we have Bard who did he lose like why why do we have to keep going through this shit all right um Iris was at first saying you don't believe that when he first mentioned it but then when she dropped he dropped all them damn facts she didn't have nothing to say and I'm glad because I don't need to all always see Iris making people feel better you can't smooth out these obvious wrinkles in time sometimes they just get like yeah you know what this is right um <laughs> we seem to have a very sucky trend um and it doesn't well one thing he says is if we stop godspeed now he can't be a threat to their children in the future which i thought was apparent when they were stopping godspeed now but also if he stopped godspeed now it does not erase the tragedy that has already happened i mean he said it like it was gonna all of a sudden be a magic wand the godspeed send the flash a message bring me the adversary or jay garrick dies with the parents finally to do scene it was jay that uh, godspeed killed that affected bart so heavily of course bart shows up not trying to listen to any sense at all but chester why did you need to give up the locale you couldn't have whispered that shit seen like read the room like i'm not about to tell you where he's located because there's the speedster three of them y'all could just all zoom out and that's exactly what happens <laughs> nora explains look i'm not even pretending he's rational right now and he knows he's debate he don't give a fuck about it so barry tells her we have to both save him they all go to the church and just watch as bart screams first he gets there and then jay garrick is tossed down because they drained all his speed the little bit he got back <laughs> and when barry and nora get there he's just screaming insistently <laughs> and everybody's just staring up watching him do it i couldn't help but think though I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. I don't know why you couldn't wait that five minutes to formulate a plan, sir. By the time you got there and did all that, we could have had a probably a better solution. Barry uses his son's move to destabilize the Godspeed, then catches him before he falls. Jay joins him with Nora returning with the other Godspeeds that block their exit. Question, um, that sounded painful for him. Why was it painful for him, but not really painful for Barry? Or it, like, is are they connected in a different type of manner? I'm just curious. Or is it just inconsistency? It could be that. It very much could be. Just he screams when he's being siphoned and everyone else is like yeah we're, we're tougher than that he is a baby he is the baby boy of the family they prepare to fight when the doors open and in walks cisco y'all why did i scream seeing him in his mecha vibe suit it ain't even been five episodes and i was like i missed you <laughs> but mainly because i just thought frost would show up or you know i just wasn't expecting him i thought they were about to fight it out i just didn't think those chapel doors were gonna open and then when they did that was the last person i thought was gonna be standing there i was like who the hell else joined <laughs> i thought wally was gonna pop up 
Didn't think he was going to be Cisco. Love seeing him, though. Jay realizes he has a pseudo son when he's back at Star Labs. And they're like, yeah, he's really mourning the death of Jay. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> While Bart's speed healing is working, it also is just keeping him alive right now. Right now, he's in a coma and depleted. Meeting Cisco on the elevator, everyone reunites, hugs are given. Chester leaves to finish the CEE because we need to get this charged properly, which means Allegra has to get over herself. No, she just needs someone. Why didn't he mention, like, by the way, you guys, Allegra lost her husband. <laughs> Can we at least pass this card around and everybody sign it, please? Thank you. Barry needs to get into Hart's mind and suggest that they use what they did to project his consciousness to the future with Jay's helmet is awesome good seeing glad seeing that come back cisco did you not forget we've been in the mind of psychos before named cicada thawne thinker <laughs> some of the dialogue be funny as hell like you're going in the mind of a psychopath how dare you uh sir we've been down this road before several times they will protect the city while barry finishes the fight inside of heart's mind i have a feeling that fight is going to lead to the whole other drama joe is still prying to see if she's some type or in the car when he's driving with kramer back to central city he's still trying to pry and see if she's some type of meta like he knows she is when a car jumps the leave central city line and heads directly for them godspeeds then fight atop their car i think her her power meta ability is sensing death and being able to avoid it in some capacity because we've seen her do it several times so <laughs> is this all to lead the you're a meta so you can't hate metas i'm like well cicada was a meta and he hated metas so your logic in this whole storyline not not fond of it i wish kramer was a lot more because i think i like her so much i want her to be so much more i want her and joe to work together they'd be at crime scenes i want to i want more of this character but i don't like the way in which they are utilizing her at least iris is at star labs comprehending that august for all accounts is a monster despite his innocent appearance that everyone has seemed to have forgotten and cecile really forgot that she has a husband um <laughs> i need to start cra stop cracking on her but it's funny it just is funny so i will give her a compliment after cracking on her all episodes because her, her powers came in the clutch and it didn't suck like it was a really cool way to utilize her powers when it's needed i just feel like they like to shoehorn her powers into a plot when they don't need to be there if they're gonna be with her indefinitely which the show is pretty damn committed to doing then at least make the like they don't need to be prominent and utilize them when they make the most sense to be utilized and in a smart way not in a i need to feel him you don't need to feel him we can see what's going on with his face it tells me the whole damn story what else um barry was kind and offered him to bow out like if this is making you uncomfortable i don't want to force you to do something that's gonna make you uncomfortable and he's like no 
I need to find out who I am, even if it's a bad person, because I just know he is, because everyone around me is pretty much giving me that vibe. <laughs> uh, Barry and August's brain phasing through that door like that. Fucking right in the pussy. Barry is sexy when the swag is just so smooth. It's effortless. <laughs> um he gonna announce i've been here before no shit we were all there a second ago barry when bart got fucked up august has been waiting for him and good at least he seems to have a plan and if you're gonna compare him to thon i need a planner i need someone who's gonna be a little bit more than the one-off that he has been god forbid if this guy is like thon's kid or some shit that'd be crazy <laughs> hey they can do anything they don't even need to be related that's just an idea that i tossed out there because coincidentals are easier to manage than things that are going to surprise the audience when it's this type of show but i am prepared to be surprised i wouldn't even hate it <laughs> quite frankly but that is where we end our episode unfortunately I do like the setup in the church. I just like when they use different set pieces. And I like the idea of a church. Because <laughs> he calls himself a god. He would have himself an altar. And this is where it is. And I'm sure he's about to give him his whole fucking backstory why in here. The fact that the other two are in charge of taking care of the city. Tells me that there's probably going to be one huge showdown. But it's going to leave on a cliffhanger or some shit. And then I'm about to wait till season 8 and I'm gonna be sad. Depressed. <laughs> because whatever the flash gives me every year the ups the downs i always enjoy the full ride it never disappoints me where i'm just like oh i hate doing the flash pod. and this podcast trust me i've done on other shows <laughs> like right now loki right now i i don't hate the show i don't i just don't have that same like i don't sit down and i'm ready to record and i want to talk about the flash whether it's good bad <laughs> terrible i still want to have that conversation i'm gonna have fun having that conversation it's engaging to me so yeah i'm gonna be sad to see this off the roster next week or after next week i rambled on enough though and there is feedback so let's hop in to the mailbag Christina is me shy. I am here to talk about The Flash penultimate episode season 7 episode 17 part 1 of a two-part season finale. Um it, I guess it should go without saying, but I do need to say it. You, uh, you already know. I'm sure you had an idea, I should say you had an inkling that I would love this episode and I love this episode. Um, it, it was beautiful. West Allen family in the house. I love me some Bart and I love me some Nora. So <laughs> get ready for me to gush. So I'm giving you for, fair warning right now. 
um i i was just loving it i love the sibling dynamics i love parent west allen to bart and nora i love nora and bart's response to their parents the younger the younger version of their parents um we didn't get much uh movement with as far as understanding why godspeed is here why august is doesn't have his memory but i mean obviously we saw the ending so we'll learn all of that um in the finale and so i'm in i'm with you christina if this bleeds into season eight i'm a-okay with that i mean out again like i said i was just going off of what they typically do is wrap up the storyline by the you know end of the season but i'm i'm definitely especially if it brings back the the siblings um i was surprised they weren't twins i will say that much uh, i thought that they would do the tornado twins but you know even even with with that being said i should say just this this worked for me as well to be honest i, I mean i love seeing Nora as the older sister to her annoying younger brother because i have a younger brother and i could totally relate <laughs> to this and um yes it was uh <laughs> it, it, yes yeah, like you go into protective mode but at the same time he annoys the hell out of you um same with my sister as my sisters as well but my my oldest younger sister we're just two years apart so we're a lot closer in age um so it was more of an equal thing a, a lot of the times not all the time but compared to my brother and my other sister um but yes i enjoyed the fact that iris was back on my screen for more than one scene that was beautiful i love seeing her with her kids and that their kids were loving on her that bart is a mama's boy that nora loved her mama and loved her to the point where it seems like she takes on a lot of uh, iris's personality and how she deals with bart is the same way that iris deals with barry when he gets that way and gets emotional she has to talk him down and talk to him calm him down ground him and so i love that it was it was beautiful so you can tell that she learned from watching her mom deal with her dad and of course you know his her brother um so she's picked up on that and uses that um for when they're out in the field or they're doing their thing so i enjoyed that um i enjoyed the scene where bart was telling barry that this is his that godspeed is his dawn and that whole thing that it was really emotional really powerful scene um of barry you know like not understanding because of course he don't know what the godspeed did to what august did to um jay so he doesn't he couldn't understand he realized it but at that time he didn't understand um that you know he thought that was a totally different type of situation which in a way it is as far i mean could i was his mom but still it was someone that bart loved obviously they grew up with, with um with jay and joan in their lives and called him uncle jay so in that which i thought was beautiful too i mean that's the one thing i did enjoy with them being there is that we got to see that 
they maintain a lot of close relationships with everyone. We see Chester, Cecile, and um, and um, Jay and Joan, obviously, uh, for the to the point where, and of course, having someone you love being killed in front of you is is traumatic, and so, and for him to still have that that beautiful spirit of joy even amidst the, the sadness and the trauma is is telling so he just he he, he operates in extremes um i could see that with the way he he is he's either the, the highest of the high with love happiness excitement or the lowest of the low when the trauma hits and the sadness and the anger so um and we got to see that all of that uh, which i thought was great um, I love seeing Baron Iris as, you know, trying to parent these adult children that are, you know, especially Bart, who's so impulsive. And so I'm like, yes, Barry, yes, that was you. That was you. Uh, <laughs> just remember yourself in season one. And there you go. Then, you know, I think Bart is a little bit more impulsive and a little bit more of a, a more emotional, but at the same time it's still Barry um and then of course like I said Nora is her little little Iris her Iris in the making so that nurturer uh protector of her brother so I thought that was I love their dynamic I love their family dynamic um yeah I just every scene that they were in I was just enthralled I was so enjoying Uh, Jordan Fisher did an excellent job with Bart, I mean, I'm not totally familiar with the Bart character impulse. I did go and look at some clips from on YouTube just to familiarize myself with what my, I may or may not expect. Even though he's a, he's playing an older version of what's in the comics and what's um, on the in the cartoon, but still, I, I you can I can see for sure that impulse. A little bit older you, he still uh captured the spirit of that character even if he's you know now 19 instead of i think what he's 12 or something like that in the in the comics so well, so yeah i thought that was great um so yeah what else i'm ready for them to like get to get somewhere with it i mean obviously we only got one more episode left so i feel like they're just drag. i said this before but a same they're just dragging this Joe and Kramer thing to death. It's like, can we get to the bottom of, we just get two or three scenes, um, an episode that slowly, but then again, not too much time has passed. I keep having to remember that. Um, and that's why I was saying what I said, um, in regards to Iris being pregnant, which I'll get to, um, you know, they can go a whole season and not even not that much time has passed. Cause it's like this whole four four episodes of Godspeed I think only two days has passed two or three days um so they can go and I think this whole season is only like two or three months has passed for this whole entire season so they can go a whole season eight with Iris being pregnant and still there need to be no babies so that's I mean her getting pregnant is not gonna keep her from working uh i mean i worked throughout all three of my pregnancies all the way to the end i mean i was as y'all know i was in the military so i was running doing you know 
the um, physical training with my unit up until like the month four or five and then I would walk and um, but I would exercise for the most part way up until almost the end of my pregnancy where it became uncomfortable so I, I don't see her being pregnant as keeping her from being a journalist or continue her relationship with Barry um, they, they're still gonna be a couple it's just still gonna be the two of them for another nine months um, and this could bring them closer together another dynamic you know watching Barry go and find some crazy food that uh, Iris wants it's like that season three when she wanted caviar in the middle of the night so stuff like that just they, I mean, we get we can get cute scenes of them growing and evolving um, they've been married for I don't know how where the show is as far as the year and timeline but at least three years so since season four so at least two three years I mean they're in their 30s this is their the prime age to start a family so I don't know I I'm not this again I, I hear what you're saying so I mean if it doesn't happen I'm fine with it too especially after getting this episode I'm good with you know her not being pregnant and just getting the the twin the uh, twins see i'm calling them twins again um calling and uh, seeing the siblings uh in season eight that'll work for me really i mean i would enjoy that a lot more to be honest um than iris being pregnant i mean uh, uh, i shouldn't say that because iris can still be pregnant and we still get a whole lot of good stuff because um, that shouldn't keep her, like I said, from working, building her um, empire and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, a lot of women have done it. So I don't see her being any different. I also feel like Barry and Iris's relationship has evolved quite a bit in um, the time that they've been together from first dating to where they are now their relationship has really gotten stronger more solid uh all that stuff I mean, yeah it would be nice to get more scenes between the two of them to you know just see them progress a little bit in the certain areas but the scenes we have gotten through the years have been really really good um so each i mean every time they go through something it makes them stronger um what else Chester and Allegra. I'm not gonna talk too much about this because that's that it just annoyed me. Her whole bratty behavior. Uh, I mean, it's like just say what's going on, Allegra. I mean, why are you not telling people that your cousin died? I mean, uh, anyway. I mean, instead you're just gonna have a funky attitude the whole episode. I mean, I get grief, but it's like you gotta tell somebody. They're gonna find out eventually um but anyway so I mean I I had a feeling that I mean and that's why I was saying unless they're doing something with that storyline I thought it was pointless to go through all that have the cousin die so it must be a point to having that story it must gonna lead to something else or I don't see why we had to go there um I mean she just had her surgery then she goes off half cocked and get herself killed and then blames that was oh anyway um but yes what else godspeed so i think i said it we didn't get much uh in regards to that other than them still continuing to reign terror over central city this time so godspeed is the one that broke central city uh it didn't so the 
thinker, the satellite, the uh, storms. What else be going on? <laughs> All these metas of the week, big bad through the years. It took Godspeed and this Godspeed war to get people to say, that's it, I'm done. I'm peace out. I'm moving. I'm out of here. Or are they just, you know, so terrorized that they're not moving out they're just getting away from all the chaos that's what i'm thinking because they were saying in the last episode that they're like going in people's homes snatching up people but seem like they're just preoccupied with each other now so they're not messing with the citizens anymore but yes um i again i loved all the west allen family fun the the scene with Nora and Bart in the West home when it was revealed that Jay was killed in front of Bart. That was a beautiful scene. Uh, The scene with Iris and Barry telling them that, no, you're not going out in the field, basically, you know, grounding them um, from going out. And that whole thing was funny and cute. Uh, I thought Barry was trying. (laughs) Uh, I could see um i i can see barry being the strict one when it comes to being a superhero and iris being the strict one when it comes to the home life if that makes sense um yeah barry's not gonna play i I can see that now i mean he's a pushover when it comes to iris and in certain things he'll be a pushover with the kids but when it comes to their powers i feel like he's gonna be strict um and and of course it, it cracked me up Oh, what is I about? <laughs> like your father's right. Like yo, yo, yeah, just those parental things that you know parents say. Your father is right. It's like mom. <laughs> so that was cute. I loved it all. I loved all the West Allen stuff. So I better go. I I could gush on forever. And yes, go ahead and make fun of me. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. I knew it was gonna, I figured it was gonna come since I knew. I, I figure it's gonna come and I'm all right with the world. So have at it. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic. Clean of the couch, Shy. That was Shy gushing over her love of this episode. Expected. I already took my, um, what did they call that? Dang it. Come on, man. Insulin. There. I got my insulin shot. For the incoming diabetes but no <laughs> i pretty much agree with all the things that you said uh i have some notes here um i do like that they kept the canic canon comic comic canon yeah that sounds better i like that they kept the comic canon that they said you know what the twins are don and dawn Yes, we are taking our own license with that, but we've already changed the name where Dawn no longer exists. I think what they're doing is, and um, I've kind of been stating this, I think, for a while, uh, is that from Thawne, they they really, the further they were going into these seasons and the longer Thawne wasn't getting back to his timeline, the, the more that timeline really is a different timeline. And as I'm starting to see this, flash as a different timeline of another flash (laughs) especially since crisis they can pretty much do whatever and i think that eric's just he's not interested in keeping you know some of those things that are the old school comic canon that a lot of todd and i forgot the other one 
Ginsenberg, I, I don't know, uh, were doing in the first couple of seasons. That's what they were all about, hitting all these comic arts. And he's like, yeah, well, let's try to do something different um, and start that next generation, possibly, too, of heroes that can pos- that may take over the Flash one day. I have siblings, too, but we weren't even ever that close. More stories on the Jones Chronicles, Volume 5, this Saturday. <laughs> Shameless plug. I did forget to mention the split lightning. If you notice that um, Nora, Season 6, 5, whatever she was in, she had the yellow and purple lightning. And if they're both running, she's only purple and he's only yellow. So they split. I thought that was pretty cool. So I think that's where your assessment of Nora is much more like the Iris side. And you have Bart more like the Barry side. Now you have the two personas rather separated. So they even show that in their lightning. I think that's pretty cool. And, um... You know, as much as I said she was given tooed, but she was, uh, with Allegra, I didn't feel too much about what she was doing. It annoyed me as much anyway. Um, yeah, why wouldn't you announce it? But I could also, talking out of the other side of my mouth, like, this is a criminal. I brought her here. They really was nice to her because she my friend, because she my family and I'm good on Team Flash and we're all about family and saving it, you know, even terrible family members. So, because Barry can't be a hypocrite, it's the only reason why Assassinita was even even let in the building to have the surgery. But she's dealing with trauma. You deal with trauma in your own time. You don't need to tell everybody. You don't go to work after you've lost a family member. Some people do. They go to work. And I remember when I, I found out my cousin was in the hospital. Um, and this is right before he died. I never got to see him again. But I remember getting that call that he had had an aneurysm and I was at work. I didn't talk about it. I didn't, <laughs> you know, did I have a tooth maybe? I don't know. I can't assess how, you know, I know I didn't speak on it. I, I know people do take their time telling other people when they've lost someone and then her dealing with the, her, her feelings of guilt, even hearing it from her own hero, that family comes first. And she felt that, no, I needed to be here for this team. That is my family. That's where the storyline is going. Is that you? You trying to keep family only to your bloodline? This person that took took care of you and looked out for you. You have all this um, loyalty to them because if you ha- if it hadn't been for them, you wouldn't have survived your very traumatic or abandoned it would seem childhood. So then that person grows up and evolves into someone that you don't become because they both were in jail together, right? So then they evolve, they, they become a someone else, and then it's not even completely their fault that they've become this other person. So then you want to try to repay that debt that you're continuously feeling, and then all they want to do is for you to be on their side. But unfortunately, everyone can't be saved. Some people, unfortunately, can't be saved. And failure is something that I think that um, she was meant to own in that moment. Uh, of like yeah you you weren't able to say like Chester's the whole he's going to be behind that I didn't think that it, like I, said, I, I got where they were going even if it was like yeah you could and I kind of flippantly mentioned it you know but 
I totally understand. <laughs> like, it just didn't annoy me in the sense of just more like, oh, this is what we're doing. But it wasn't as if I didn't get where she was coming from. Like, I'm here to do a job. I'm doing my job. You know, everyone doesn't need to know what's going on in my life. Nor does anyone have even asked other than Chester. <laughs> hey, you good? What's been happening in your life? So, yeah, I think with some of these, even with Caitlin to a certain extent, like, people don't ask. They don't, nobody asked me about you, but, you know, like, I looked at you. You said you're fine. Okay. You want to keep working? That's on you. <laughs> you're not, you're trying to even do your job. It's just not effective. You know, when Barry, the boss, came in, you didn't catch it. Like, you can't, he, she caught that, too, with someone she considers a friend, a co-worker. She's hung out with him after work. Um, <laughs> so, I think their relationship is a little bit different. And if she had been all over the place, then I'd be like, okay, this is annoying me to really just speak up or take the day if you don't want to speak up. But I think for the most part, she was being organically who she feels she could be herself with Chester. She didn't call him by his damn name, and that was good, so. <laughs> um, I think that everyone should be able, I know you mentioned Bart, but I think that's just a, a caveat for all people in general. Um, it is great that he can, it's the same thing with his father and his mother. I mean, everyone goes through tragedy or trauma in some way or another. Yes, it's worse when it's in front of you, your eyeballs, and it's, the death of someone you love by an adversary but that's also part of being a superhero <laughs> you know everyone is a step up to that mantle I always say that and everyone who has powers I don't think should have to be required to do anything for anybody or be a hero like I don't if I got powers today I would not be like I want to go stir the world to become Wonder Woman no I most likely think in uh, you know, selfishly well, and yeah, you could think it'd be a terrible person for being that way, but I'm also human and you would too. You would. It takes a lot to just be like, yeah, I'm going to prostrate my entire happiness for everyone else so that they're safe and happy. That's why Barry was talking about how tragedy fa follows them. And I'm like, well, it's also kind of a moniker of being a superhero. Everyone you love by default is in danger and can be killed at any moment um based on what you decided to do in your life or even if you didn't do like in his case with art you know he just had a family member who passed but i'm like i'm guessing this was a fight if, they, if it happened um but i think that's something to take away for a bigger statement you know we all have failures we all have trauma we should be able to move through those maybe not as easily probably with some help but we should be able to um own our failures as much as we own our success and not have that regret behind them it actually was just listening to some um niche so niche or niche god damn it i do it every time but uh yeah one of the biggest things is, is if uh, i forgot the story you said if someone tapped you on the shoulder right now and they said that if you like if you had a choice to live your life through everything that you already did, no mistakes, no regrets, no nothing, would you do that or something else? Uh, and if you can confidently say yes, resoundingly yes, I will live my life over again, then you're living correctly. Something to that extent. Um, but you're supposed to, the suffering is a part of it, basically. 
it asks with my philosophical because I can go on. I love Frederick Nietzsche. I, I think he's brilliant. I would have actually liked a one-on-one scene with Iris and the children, but I think she will have her turn in part two with Barry otherwise occupied. <laughs> uh, at least that's my thought that she'll have a little bit, at least one scene with the, the her daughter or her son in particular. And I, like I said, Nora feels like this is her fault. I think that's where Iris is going to step in because um, Barry's needed to actually do the, the protecting part. Um, Bart's character in the timeline, I wonder if they're going to do... Because there's Bart's an interesting character being the grandson. I think they might, and I, I don't know. I'm not going to say for sure at this point. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. Because I'm, I'm curious on what they're going to do from Iris's comic storyline that they're going to bring into the show. Uh, I don't think they're going to mess with her actual... I think they're going to do a combination of something. But I also could just be way off base. And Lord knows it's not been the first time I've been way off base. Y'all remember when I thought that little goo was going to turn into a duplicate iris? <laughs> you just heard my chair and I'm not editing that out. So, uh, but yeah, I do feel with her slipping in and out of time that that it does tie something to Bart to an arc in the time in the comic. But there's not enough to go on except the very, very tiny breadcrumbs that they're the that they're, they're spreading down so i'm not gonna go too much down that rabbit hole uh, speaking of the because i you and you're absolutely right being pregnant does not make you less capable of doing your job or being physical i completely understand where you're going with that you know i work personally uh until i was well until i was benched from working <laughs> i was pregnant but uh, even in my job, though, I had a different job where I was physically lifting people. Uh, and I had another girl who was working and she was physically lifting people. But even with her, if you, and it's not that Iris is a journalist, she's an investigative journalist. So you're going to be literally tossing yourself and your baby casually in danger to get a story. I'm not saying that's how it's going to be but that's a potential of how it could be skewed and that's one issue i have with it with her, her being a journalist yeah you can go to your job and i can sit and put watch iris behind a desk and be proactive as a journalist but she's not going to be out in the field because we would be looking at it weird there's no way i love iris i i'm all about girl power and feminists and all that shit but if you're putting yourself in the way of bullets like no <laughs> It's not, it's not the same thing. And we, we get, we see how active she is in even what Star Labs is doing on top of her investigative journalism. So to me, taking the statement I said from last episode, you know, that's going to impact her job. Yeah, it's going to impact her job because she's not going to be able to be an investigative. We're not going to see her on those going out and finding clues and being like, I don't, I don't feel like I've had enough of that in my personal bag of things i have that i want to see more of like i know you said they grew all season and you've you've gotten that that concrete depth of the relationship that satisfies you i have not received that i think that the relationship is great yes they've grown but when i view a couple i mean 
they they complement each other well but it's almost they complement each other so well that sometimes they can lose their individual in sometimes i fear i should say and i see iris losing her individuality and so to me by giving her a pregnancy that connects it to the couple to the shipper aspect and less to the individual aspect i worry about that i just do because i don't feel seven seasons in i can't definitively say i've seen enough of that side of that character to be like yeah it's time to move on to that other next step no i i've not seen that it just does not ring true for me um i hear you on the shipper cuteness he can get this and that that's fine i would be fine with those tiny little moments too but what are those to the overall plot that's just iris there getting lost to the overall plot unless she's in danger i don't want that to be the thing that's that's where i'm at and i, I see it just too often in television for me to just pretend it's not like a logical concern for me and not even even in the show to be quite frank <laughs> there have been moments where it's like ah. Oh, can we just focus on this being iris for five seconds and not just have those moments there's just too little moments and not enough actual arc and i think the baby in the body and then having your grown-ass babies outside the body is too much strain on the storyline arc just my two cents y'all know i'm just gonna talk you I'm, you don't want brought up the babies i wasn't bringing it but what cracked me up is you keep on talking about she could be pregnant you didn't check you you wasn't doing that math huh <laughs> that math says she didn't get pregnant for two whole years girl <laughs> two whole years 19 she i think nora was 20 what i wasn't even doing all the math i was just <laughs> quite frankly i uh forgot how old barry and iris were it's like shit i don't remember how what age they are so but luckily i thought it was like a year and a half someone else double checked me and they said it's two years so that baby's not coming anytime soon it's not but that but to me as i i think this goes back to what i originally was bringing up about the babies if you're eric because this is how i'm thinking i'm not thinking about the shipper moments how i feel personally even that i'm thinking if i'm a showrunner and I have the potential to bring in the adult or older versions of the children. Why would I not go with that and stretch that out as long as I possibly can? Um, even when Iris is going to be pregnant, they're going to want to focus only on that. You can't. I don't think having too much of it. I think it's overload. Now, some people like overload. They they don't. You won't care. I bet you you and Mimi and Sasha won't care if that's overload. It's like give it all to me. And that's fine as well. There's nothing wrong with having that expectation. <laughs> Shia t told me last time, she's like, just sue me if I want babies. No, I don't want to sue you. Why would I want to do that? You can do what you're going to do. I'm telling you that I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't, I don't want to see it yet. I just don't. <laughs> I even mentioned, I brought up my favorite couple of all time is Rashone. And if you don't believe that, I have a seven fucking hour breakdown of the relationship. There will never be another ship to this moment that has topped Rashon for me. And you know when 
fucking Michonne got pregnant? Do you think I was going, oh my God, this is so cute. I was like, what the fuck? How is this shit rational? <laughs> I stepped out of myself and hold a whole, I was just, Mm-mm. they did a good job though. And that's the thing. They could, do a, they could do a good job and everything I'm saying right now could just be baloney and garbage. If they do it right, I'm like, I'll shut my mouth. I really will. If it's done right, it, it, eventually, and it's here, I'm not going to complain about it. But I don't, I think that this idea of dealing with your adult children is so much more of a um, resourceful way to incorporate it and bringing up the babies all this lo- this time is simply preparing you for that. It's like, yes, we know the fandom wants this, but we're not giving you this yet. But here's this to make you feel a little bit happier. And at least they're trying. So that can make you feel happier. So they're moving in these directions to get you satisfied with the plot. But that doesn't mean in the just in the middle of the still kind of pandemic, we're going to be like, let's, let's, let's have baby time. Because I know you, I know you said I get your point. She could just be pregnant at the time that you're right. But gosh, damn it! <laughs> I think I've said all I need to say about that. We're gonna be talking about this for 20 years. I'm sure uh, next week, Mimi gonna have a whole lot more to say. Which she will be back for the finale to give her uh, thoughts on this episode and the next one. I don't even like girl. Getting off work, I wouldn't even have watched the episode. I would have been asleep. <laughs> like, deuces! Because sometimes I do do the episode the next day, but today I actually was caught up on everything. So, um, decided to go ahead and record. Uh, I think that's all I have. Uh, wait, nope, nope. I still had some little notes down here. I might have already covered them though, because sometimes I just clickety clickety click. Uh, so yeah, I already mentioned the whole Allegra thing. Uh, oh, I will say that's the only last thing. With the Joe thing, I'm right. They're just dragging that out. But to be fair, do we need to have every side plot be spectacular when it's just a side plot? No so yeah i agree it just it's a weird way that they've this did this side plot <laughs> um cannot debate there definitely been a rocky road not the most interesting rocky road that's for damn sure but it keeps joe busy so that's kind of how i take it in <laughs> But yeah, where is it going? Apparently, it's going to Star Labs. So she gonna be, she gonna save them from death. I don't even know. Last episode and last point, they did establish that Godspeed's lightning is causing interference. So it's not even that shit's going down in Central City. They cannot contact anyone, and no one can contact anyone in Central City. That's why everybody's like, yeah, well, when I can't use my cell phone, it's time to get the fuck up out of Dodge, and I don't blame them. Like when my devices start going down and I can't call 911, nah, it's time to go. Pack up the shit. We'll be back. They wasn't leaving. They probably was just, most of them looked like they was just hanging on the side of the road. 
like we're just trying to get out of the way godspeeds have been coming in people's homes um they pop it up every hour every two hours that's been going on for 24 to 48 i can see people trying to get the hell up out of dodge i know i would like yeah it's the weekend i'm gonna take a day <laughs> phones are down anyway <laughs> but yeah i think they were just evacuating pleasure hearing your thoughts as always and i hope too that we finally get some answers yeah the fact that they're waiting at the last minute tells me that something else is going on and once again i appreciate that i don't know what they're doing like there, there's there's something to be said for i can't anticipate their move and that causes me joy because i usually can see some moves a mile away and it takes away from that excitement other people feel sometimes that i miss and this is giving me a lot of uh, anticipation for this last episode if you want to send feedback blackrocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease black or magic